one night I went out, and it was just a very unexpected time. And I met this very, very young, handsome man. So we're laying there, and he's going so fast. And I'm thinking to myself, how can I slow him down just to really feel who I am and what I'm about and how to really make me happy? So I started to teach him about slowing down. And it's very important to slow down to be a better man. Live from the Living Sexy Studio Suites, it's Living Sexy with Blackjack Electric and Chastity on LivingSexyRadio.com. So this night was really amazing because I was thinking to myself when I was with him and being so much younger than I was, and I was kind of scared of that at first because, you know, as an older woman, or they call me a cougar, I was thinking, should I really be with this guy? But the attraction was there. It felt right. And I thought, you know what? I need to teach him a little bit. He just needed a little help. That's all. Slow down in every way possible. Because they just love to go fast when they're young. I haven't figured that out yet. But they love to go fast. Slow down. I think part of it is a stamina thing because they're not old enough as these mature, wonderful men across the table from us to have that mindset and that maturity and also lots of experience to be able to just mentally not let it happen yet. So if you go really super fast, it's almost like a semi-numb thing and then you don't really come as fast as you think you might. Yeah. Well, the big problem after all that was getting rid of them. Because he fell in love that night. <laughs> I could not get rid of him to save my life. Living Sexy Radio at livingsexyradio.com. Good evening. I'm Blackjack here. And that was the voice of the lovely G-Spot, who will be uh, giving us the gooey gossip in just a little bit. Also, she has a sexy city, which is the second sexiest city in the entire world. And it's, uh, it's how to be a better man is what we're talking about tonight. I know we're great and we're guys and, and we do it the way we do it. But I always like to think that there's a little room for improvement. Or a lot in some cases. Sometimes a lot. Follow us on Twitter at Living Sexy Radio. Give us a call. The show is live and it's always better when you participate. Give us a little tickle. And tell us about how you've either become a better man or if uh, you're uh, uh, somebody out there wants to give some advice, uh, maybe that's uh, one thing you can do for us tonight as well. And we promise you, we're not going to attack you about what your opinions are. This is a free uh, and open environment here. So just give us a ring. 866-GET-SEXY. 866-GET-SEXY is the number. We're also Skyped. We are Skyped up. Uh, and that is Living Sexy, all one word, no space. Tonight's show just came together so awesomely. We have a jam-packed show, and both our guests are named Bob, which I don't know. What are the odds of getting two celebrity guests, both with the same first name? That you can spell forwards and backwards. Yes. And it says exactly the same thing. And it means the same thing. First off, we got uh, coming up in about maybe 25 minutes. Limo Bob, international star, had his own show on True TV. 
Who's coming up at 11, Chase? We have Bob Gruen. This is the photographer of the stars. He is as famous as the photos of the people that he has taken. And we're going to get the inside scoop on what it's like to be behind the camera, behind the scenes. I can hardly wait to hear some of the gooey stuff. I love behind things. Yeah. Uh, very cool show tonight. Also, we uh, have to have Keith Kong in, and he will be visiting us, talking about his conversations. He's been out on the street again doing his mentalist work, and uh, these uh, people we have on tonight's show are funny as heck. <laughs> it just, uh, it's amazing what he gets people to say. Uh, and we'll also have our sexy artist, the Chainsmokers, tonight. And... A couple has been arrested for sex in Las Vegas, and this would be nothing new, but you'll never guess where they were. Uh, also, you've heard of Airbnb? Meet Kink B&B. It's the latest and greatest thing for you to find the ultimate place to stay if you're a kinky sort. And uh, Living Sexy, brought to you by Premier Couples Superstore, takes you where you want to go at premiercouples.net. And Living Young, the metabolic system. Uh, Jack and I are on the metabolic system already. Over 22 pounds lost between the two of us in the last three weeks. And we're also brought to you by Las Vegas. What happens here stays here. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little put out. Just a little. What happened? Well, you're beating me on the, uh, on the weight loss. I'm a little... Uh, you know, I know we have that this little... This isn't a we competition. Have, but we all, you know, you and me, we, we have fun with it. I remember uh, we went to Epcot that time, and uh, we had the... It was, uh, what was it, St. Patty's Day? Yes. And uh, what was the contest, uh, tell them? I don't remember what we were competing against. Was who was going to get kiss the most girls yeah, going to yeah, Epcot? Yeah. See, I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't have a chance. No, I think you got the first one, I think. I think so, yeah. And then I got like four more, and then you you, you kind of just you fold it. Yeah, you, you I was crumpled. like, you know what? And I was asking, but uh, they were just too scared to kiss me. I don't know what the problem was. Uh, but you get you got this you got this leery eye thing. Hey, hey, hey! No, I don't mean that you're intentionally a leerer. <laughs> I'm not saying that you're a complete pervert. I'm just saying you get that little your, your eyebrow uh-huh. has a little twitch, and you you got that piercing brown eye. Uh, well, looks. I think one of the reasons that uh, I am a better man is because I know how to use my eyes to make eye contact. That's one of the big things you have to be able to do with a woman because if you're always looking down at your feet or you're watching TV and she never gets to see your face, or if you're trying to talk to somebody and you're never making good eye contact with them, you're not a very good man, I don't think. And so I use the eye contact thing for a good purpose. Yeah, but you didn't get as many kisses as me because I don't got leery eye. No, I think you have the roaming hand, which helps you with the kissing department. What, where does my hand roam to? Yeah, you touch them, and then they feel compelled to touch you back with some part of their body. Your <laughs> lips happen to be there. Their lips happen to be there, and there it is. Oh, you mean because I, I put a little hand on their shoulder right. or something? Right, yes. And, uh... I was watching you work your magic that day, and I, you know, I was picking some of this stuff up. Uh-huh. He does have some techniques. You know, when we went yeah. to the nice little fashion show and we saw our wonderful rapping dude, yeah. Prophet, Mr. Prophecy, he was dancing with the ladies. Really? And that is how he got it started. And, you know, women love to dance, especially when they're dressed yeah. up. They're all pretty, I mean, really nicely dressed. Yeah. And they get on their heels and there's some nice tunes. And Blackjack just grabs a hand and here we go twirling. Well, if a guy knows how to dance. Yeah, and he does. I mean, he went just to the yeah. dance school. That means he can screw. You well, know, right. when a guy can dance. Well, same yeah. thing. If you well, see a girl that can dance. Wait, wait, I mean, G-Spot. You looked incredulously at that for a moment. What? That's, that's true. It's true. 
Well, not necessarily. Oh, I yeah. mean, I, I, no. I've danced with men that are not very well coordinated, but they're pretty good in bed. When you're laying down, you're not dancing. You know why? Because they save up all that coordination for no. the proper time. The, ma- the men that don't know how to dance never get on top, and then they don't have to worry about moving their well, body. I only like them from bed. behind, so that don't matter to me. All right. Well, it, it, I just learned something new about you. You see, this show is is a show of exploration. It is. Yeah. We just learn all kinds of things about each other, and then you get to learn about us too, because we've said some stuff on this show that I don't think we've ever told anybody. No, I I've told stories on this show that I, I heck, I I wouldn't even tell myself the story. <laughs> Uh, and I've told, you know, millions of people around the world. So, uh, but, you know, these manly things that, that you can do to be a better man, uh, we're, we're talking about first tonight. Because I think that the dancing thing uh, is, is a big deal. Uh, if, if a woman, you know, and a lot of girls, you're meeting them at bars, right? And you're, and you're getting to, to, to know them in a, in a club setting a lot of times. And there happens to be a dance floor. So what do you do? You ask them to dance, right? I mean, yes. what, did you, what did you do at your first dance in high school? Or in middle school. Well, you asked it a girl wasn't, to dance, at, right? At that, it wasn't cool to dance with the girls. You literally had to sit it out. And oh, I, I, Maybe it was different in Oklahoma. But in Minnesota, where I grew up, uh, the dudes that were cool asked the girls to dance. Oh, I would get asked, but I'm just saying, it, it, a lot of places now, the girls would all go out and dance in little groups. But that wasn't an option back at that time in my life. So you had to, you know, you had to work it. But here's the secret for the girl to get the guy to see her. You don't sit down. You don't lean against the wall. I used to walk up and down through the dancing people. Eventually, somebody's going to ask me. And I'd also do my little moves while I was out there. Ah, your little moves. Yes. This does not exist anymore in this day and age. You do know that. I still do it when I go out. (laughs) Wait, what doesn't exist? None of going up to a wall and picking out a girl and saying, I want to dance with that girl. That, that doesn't exist anymore. I get maybe in middle school they might still do I that. I don't think so. No, my my, my son would yeah. tell you you're yeah. out of your mind. Everybody just kind of gets out there and does whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Nobody the, dances they, with like anybody else. They do the nay nay. They yeah. do the. Right. right. They, they love all those little like yeah. line dances. Sure. They don't yeah. care about girls. Right, right. But when you're getting down to the dating thing and, and you want to be a guy that a woman enjoys spending some time with out at a club, you better have some moves, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know where you learn them. I know, you know, that you, know, you, you can go to like school for that, but I think you have to kind of be born with it, don't you, Jack? I think you're born with a lot of things. Um, but I think there's ways, there, there's rules, that we have some rules on how to how to be a better man. We're going to tell you about a couple of them. The first one is, I like this one. Don't burn bridges. It's a good one. Well, I don't even carry matches around. I like this other one, too. Of course, it doesn't apply to you or me. Buy good underwear. Although I occasionally wear underwear. It is good quality. And why are you supposed to buy good underwear? What would be the purpose of that? Well, you never know when uh, when you be in a situation with a woman. You you don't want to pull down your pants and see some raggy ass underwear. You know, I mean that that turns off the mood, don't you think? G spot. I don't like underwear, so that doesn't work for me. Yeah, Chase. Well, I don't want to see something cruddy, and sure as heck, I want to see a stain on it. But at the same time, <laughs> right. that's really not what a good man quality that I would pick out of the hat. I think it would be <laughs> it's more... It's not on the top of your list, the top ten? You know, better man might be 
just dressing nicer, you know, stepping it up a little bit in your game, ironing something maybe before you wear it. It's, it's a concept. I've heard of this ironing thing. And you know what else? If you know how to press clothes and you want to impress your lady, baby, you want me to press your um, work outfit for you this morning? Oh, honey, guess what you're going to get for lunch? Hmm. What are you going to get? You're going to get tongued. Hot pastrami? Yum, yum. (laughs) So, all right, I've got a couple for you, Jack, as long as we're talking about these uh, kind of a little bit, uh, you know, manly ideas for a dude. Uh, One of them is I think that you've got to have a positive attitude. Uh, A guy that's got, you know, a negative attitude that's kind of a bummer. To be around, girls don't like to be around a guy like that. And you'll notice the guys that have kind of that walk and that feel and that look where everything's kind of, they got it together. They've got that groove on. Uh, it, it's infectious because when you, when you go up to a woman or when you're hanging out with your girl and you're positive, right, and you've got a good attitude about the night, hey, you know, are you excited about tonight? You know, you get into the car, you're not, you know, bitching about the traffic, you're not, you know, fuddling around to t- telling her about some crap that happened during the day. You're positive about what you're doing right now. You live in the moment and, you, you know, you give it that, that great positive feeling. I think a woman can feel that, right, in a guy? Well, I know I, I one time just to share a quick story that bringing up driving in a car when I got picked up for a date one time. And I think this was the defining moment that I will meet you somewhere. Seriously, this guy was so out of control. Like we got in a car. Talk about road rage. And, you know, you ever meet somebody that like hits a brake, hits a brake, hits a brake, boom, boom with a gas. He wouldn't stop. He, it was like insanity. I wanted to get out of the car because I knew right then. You mean we stop, stop short? No, and like no, drive yeah, or, yeah. He would, then, you know, he would, yeah. he would break. You know, like when you see them on the car and they're breaking, 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 and then they're doing the gas, like ooh, ooh. You know, he yeah. kept doing that the whole it ride. Was driving you crazy. Oh my god, I felt like I was on a roller coaster. Well, the man's obviously insane. Exactly. How did the date turn out? It was what awful. Happened? Awful. And that's well, what, what happened. I, it, what, was the, what, it was the defining moment what, that I said what, I would never what, get in a car what, with a guy that I had never ridden in the car with before. I would meet him somewhere. What, uh, what made it awful? It, it, I felt like I was going to throw up. I thought it was on a like. No, a I mean story. after did he take you to dinner? No, he was it? just complaining. He was oh. bitching about everything. He just, you know, he was miserable. He didn't like his job. I mean, he told me everything he didn't like, and I'm a very positive person. So that to me was like a big downer. Yeah. And we have a call, Living Sexy Radio Studios. Hey, man, uh, this is Living Sexy Radio. Who's this? This is Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, what do you want to talk about tonight? You know, I was, uh, I was hearing your show about being a better man and things like that, and I think uh, I wanted to comment on that. Uh, you guys were talking about dancing, and part of what I do is I, I completely accept that I have no rhythm. Um, I'm a white guy. So... <laughs> I've got nothing going on there. When the music comes on, I kind of freeze up, and then I remember that um, all I have to do is go out there and, and dance. That's it. Whatever happens, I just let it come naturally, and it's the way I figure it's 80% better than the other guys who are a skin in the bar like a, like a shark near the reef. So why is I mean? it that I think that you're doing the Carlton right now? You know the Carlton? I, I've been known to do the Carlton. Oh, that turns me on. I love that. I don't even know what the hell that is. What's oh, the yeah. Carlton? 
You don't know the Carlton? No, Fresh no, no, Prince no. of Bel Air. Huh? The, the, the black cousin. guy who actually dances like a white guy. Oh, okay. And he's an actually an yeah, amazing yeah. dancer. Yeah. He has much talent in the dance. So would you area. say, Jeff, that you're a white guy who dances like a black guy who dances like a white guy? Or, <laughs> or what? <laughs> I'm a white guy that dances like he knows what he's doing, but he really doesn't. I like it. What are, you, what, are you doing, what are you doing for your lady for Valentine's Day, Jeff? I am single and ready to mingle. Ah. Oh, we need to talk. I oh. the ladies. But one last no. thing before oh, yes. I get out of here. Yes. Being a better man. It's all about, like I think someone there said, positivity. You have to, when I meet somebody, when I come to see somebody, I want them to be excited to see me. I want I want to come into the club and I want to I want to smile and I want to bring everybody up. I well, want them to say who's that guy. Let me ask you something. Coming in and I I am yeah. Let me ask him, Jeff, and that's a good point by the way. Are you a better man than you say you were five years ago? Would you say you're improving? Because you know I I always think it's good to try to improve. What do you think? One hundred percent. Every day, every day. If I if I try every day to do something a little bit better, it's a good day. All right, Jeff. Thanks for the call, brother. I don't let any other day be a zero day. That's it, man. That's it, man. Thanks for calling the show. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have Absolutely. a good one. Thanks, guys. All right. I think he's not going to be single for long. Well, you know what we can do? It's we can pass these callers off to the producer. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. Talk to me. Broadcasting live across the globe at 10 Eastern. Turn your sexy on. So how big is big enough? <laughs> Look at you, Redanguish. I don't think it can be too big. Well, I want it big enough to be satisfied. Well, what about quality over quantity? Oh, I want both. Listen, girls, just face it. Size does matter. Oh, yeah. When you want it big, you want Premier Couple Superstore, the biggest selection of DVDs, novelty items, lingerie, and online shopping. Premier delivers. Size does matter. Premier Couple Superstore, South OBT, or online at premiercouples.net. Premier Couple Superstore takes you where you Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy Live on TuneIn, Apple TV, and LivingSexyRadio.com. Living any other way is just plain boring. Living Sexy Radio is at livingsexyradio.com. I also want to thank our friends at GabNet, gabnet.net, for our Monday night show, which we like to do so much for you. This is Blackjack. I'm here with the gang, the crew. And one of the crew folks is uh, somebody that I really dig, and you will too, because she's got the gossip, not just any gossip, but it's a G-Spot's gooey gossip. <laughs> G-Spot. <laughs> How can I really come in on that all the time? That's funny. I yeah. love it. Maybe we'll do something a little different. No, I like it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Awesome. I don't know about the dust at the end, like the you fairy gotta dust. got to have the dust. I do? All right. Yeah. All right. So how about this?
You know that Gaga can sell a song. I'll give All her right. that. I like how she she beat her chest. She's such a freak. But just, you know, you, she's just, just a lover. Prior to freak. saying the home of the brave. You know what? I, this I recommend this to everybody listening tonight. You know, for the first time in Super Bowl history for me, and I've watched many of them. I did not know who was going to be singing the national anthem, you know, because that's a big choice of who they choose that's going to be doing that. And when I'm sitting there watching and I see her on stage, first of all, I was so impressed by the way she looked, the hair, the nails. I mean, everything was about America, the red suit, the pumps from Gucci, which were hot, and just her whole aura. I mean, she was really into it. And I was very surprised how mature this woman has become. Well, thanks to Tony Bennett. I agree with that. Sure. I mean, she's hanging out with, with Tony Bennett. I mean, you know. She's multiply talented because not only does she completely, like, engage herself in this whole musical production and every single song she does is of the same nature i mean it's an entire production this is not just a song yeah but you know what she was a little toned down because you know she goes extravagant i mean i've seen the girl oh, wear a piece of meat the before. red glitter on the eyelids well is yeah a- but that was pretty i mean i'll do that i'm gonna do that next time i thought that was really yeah, i'm hot. gonna do that too I it like was that. tasteful and she can bring the taste but my point is the talent is just from the toes up baby i agree but I'll say this for the Bennett effect, which I'm going to call it. He took her from the meat dress to that. <laughs> right to there. the red glitter right, the, That's a good, the Bennett effect. That's yes, what it is. Yes. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it was, I thought it was very tasteful. I thought she did a great job. And, and actually, I got a little teary-eyed. And the only time I ever did that was with Whitney Houston. So right. she made an impression on me, which I'm not easy to... Uh, and I bet you she's going to be singing with him on the 14th. Mm-hmm. She's going to be singing, My Funny Valentine, Sweet Comic Valentine. You remember that song? Oh, yeah. Funny I'm just Valentine. thinking about her banging Tony Bennett now. And I'm, yeah. I could step, that'd be cool because, you know, even to, though Tony's a little long in the tooth, he, uh, he's still a sexy oh, son. Man, he's got it going on. What are you talking about? <laughs> Listen, anybody can sing like no. that. He's got it going All right, here's on. He's got it going on. A little on. more from the Super Bowl here. This performance to me, and I know she's getting beat up a lot in the press. First of all, in the history, I believe, of Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken, everybody usually performs up on the stage. They were on the actual field, and there was, I don't know how many women, 25, 26, maybe 40. I don't know. They were all dressed alike. But it was about a movement. And uh, she's getting a lot of flack for the fact that she was there to support the 50th anniversary of the Black Panthers. Uh, this is You're going to do something at this football, not Hollywood. Yeah. And I thought it was really outrageous that, uh, that she used it as a platform to attack police officers who are the people who protect her and protect How us. How does she attack police officers? That's Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. Just imagine. one of the people that started bashing her for Imagine if old Rudy would have actually become president. Now, that would have been pretty uh, interesting. Yeah. Now, the, the interesting thing is because when she got up on stage, you know, first of all, you know, people are making fun of her very large legs and very large 
back end. You mean large? Oh, no, they're all like well, she, perfect. she had really. I mean, she has a beautiful body, but Gorgeous. she's built like a brick house. You know, she is she's solid. solid. Yeah. She's a Amazon. You called her a tree trunk. A tree trunk leg. Yeah, that's what you called her. Yeah, not you me. Can imagine those wrapped no, around you, Jack. Yeah. Real sultry huh? looking, sexy tree Ooh. trunks. Man, but it, it's interesting because also there's something out there on the world of social media where she literally went down for two bounces. It was like a bounce and another bounce, and she almost lost it on the second bounce. Yeah. So you have to find this out on social media because it's kind of funny. Um, they, they just do like a kind of a parody where she's going through different events of bouncing because she almost lost it. Oh, yeah. I watched that. It's just got her little bouncing figure all Photoshop bouncing <laughs> on the Eiffel Tower and then off of a sofa and down over a car. And it's, it's it, it, it was good. So it, nonetheless, I, you know, sometimes I think in, in the world of where we are today, even Coldplay, I thought they did a great job. I'm a big Bruno Mars fan. I don't think he could ever do wrong. In fact, I said he could be between my boobies and I would just like, you know, because I'm so tall that I would just like rub him, rub him, rub him. He's so cute. I just love him. And he's so talented. There's so many things about Bruno Mars that I could sit and talk about all day. But I thought it was a good halftime show. I know they're getting a lot of uh, critiquing of how bad it was. I don't think it was bad at all. No. I thought it was a really good yeah. show for me. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, well, they were ripping on it on The View. Uh, I uh, heard that they were they didn't like the, the halftime show very much. Well, well, what how, what, how what the hell is wrong with the halftime show? I, I thought it was good. I, I thought it was a good halftime show. So, Why does everyone have to read into stuff so much? Okay, here's a here's something that's not sexy because we like to talk about stuff that's sexy. But there's one thing that's not sexy to me. Is always getting offended over stupid stuff. Stupid stuff. You, you know, know what? That really That's offends like, me that you, don't, <laughs> you get offended over people now the, that are now offended. Now, the best, I think the best clip of the night, and I hope that people out there saw this, because all I would do is play it over and over and over and laugh all day long. It was so funny. There was a player from the Denver Broncos who all of a sudden just busts right to these commentators that were lined up. I think there was four of them. And he comes right behind him, and all of a sudden you see him like slide, and you don't see him, and then he pops up out of nowhere like, yeah. He fell flat on his ass he is what he did. He fell flat. It, yeah. I, his name is so hard to even say right now, but he, it was the funniest thing, and I kept watching it. In fact, I've been still watching it because when he jumps up, he's like, yeah, and he's and they're like telling him, you know, you're live yeah, on hear, TV. Uh, let's hear this. See, he's good. I still laugh. He's you, good. you know, I almost think so. I think of uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. because he has that voice. Uh, you know, when he was in uh, Jerry Maguire. You mean like, show right, me right. the money? You know, show me the money. Yeah. You know, yeah, but it. I love that part of the Super Bowl. I think that was the highlight right. of my whole evening. So that's some Super Bowl stuff. Uh, quick story about the Oscars before we're done with gooey gossip. The Oscar swag bag this year is going to be worth over two hundred thousand dollars that they're getting, and here's what's in it. Just a few of the, the highlights. Uh, they get a silver car at a value of $45,000. A year supply of Audi 4 rental cars, basically, is what it is, as you get in there. They also have a $1,900, listen to this, vampire breast lift. What the hell is that? They use a woman's own blood to revive her rounder cleavage. Mm -hmm. Okay, this has so actually been there. a technique going on for years. Yeah, and uh, they also have. Uh, what, what, what is that? What does that mean? 
What, what do you do with the blood to make a rounder cleavage? You pump it up. Uh, just to leave, the breast. And, and oh. not, to, not to be outdone now, uh, you have to have some sex toys in this bag. So they've got a $250 Newell's Fiera arouser for her that's in there that apparently uh, it's real fancy. You put it between your legs and it does all kind of stuff. Now, could you imagine being around this round table of what is going to be the goodie bag this year? Right, and you come across a vampire blood sucking something. I, I already missed the whole thing. It's blood injecting. Okay, blood injecting, and yeah. then you. Well, have that's true. You have plumper black breasts, you know, with that. Sure. Don't you want plumper breasts? Again, could you imagine sitting around this table <laughs> making approvals of what is going to be in a goodie bag? Well, and here's the thing: I'd be upset about. Uh, I'm a dude. What do I need with breast augmentation and female sex toys? I just, I don't. I Give mean, it to I, your girl. I want something for, for me. Now, there. I think all those people who boycotted, they're going to be showing up now. Right. For sure. Because they found out what's in That's the damn right. bag. I'd go. All right. It's Thanks. always some interesting uh, swag in the swag bag. Do you remember the uh, Sopranos? They did a whole episode about getting the swag bag in, uh, in Hollywood. And remember that? And uh, you know they were, yeah. they, and they were, they were, uh, they were accosting. Uh, what was his name? The, the that actor, the one that was in Gandhi. And they, uh, they wouldn't leave him alone. Ben. It was awesome. <laughs> All right, thanks like a lot for doing gossip. Appreciate it, uh, G Spot. You'll be back uh, later on tonight with Sex in My City when you'll be uh, taking us in the sexy underbelly of Tel Aviv. Which I'm kind of actually excited to hear about this. The can Holy I Land. See, uh, can I see Chase? Can I see your sexy underbelly? Sure, baby. I'll rub it all over you. This is Living Sexy Radio. Eight six six Get Sexy. Give us a call. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. So how big is big enough? Look at you pretending to be shy. I don't think it can be too big. Well, I want it big enough to be satisfied. Well, what about quality over quantity? Oh, I want both. Listen, girls, just face it. Size does matter. Oh, yeah. When you want it big, you want Premier Couples Superstore, the biggest selection of DVDs, novelty items, lingerie, and online shopping. Premier delivers. Size does matter. Premier Couples Superstore, South OBT, or online at premiercouples.net. Premier Couples Superstore takes you where you Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. Talk to me. Rolling along in 166 countries around the world. We appreciate you listening on Radio Jar, Radionomy, Shoutcast, and on WWPR 1490 in Tampa, Sarasota, Bradenton, Florida. Great to have you with us tonight. And this is Electric. I'm here with uh, my partners in crime on the show, Blackjack and Chastity and G-Spot. Keith Kong will be joining us shortly. Uh, But right now, uh, Jack, understand we have somebody that's got one trick ride who we're going to be talking to now i got the one and only limo bob on the line i love bob i uh, interviewed him on another uh, little project that i do but uh i want to invite him to a living sexy radio and uh it's great to have you on the show dynamite to be on the show hanging out here with you trick i love it 
that was a great time. It was great uh, meeting with you. We had a great uh, little collaboration there. And I was all excited. It turned out super. Everyone's talking about it. Oh, well, that's great, man. Uh, it's great to have you on this show uh, and to talk about you, Limo Bob. Uh, give give folks a, a little uh, background on uh, what, what, what is Limo. Who is Limo Bob? What, do you, what, what, what are you about? Limo Bob is founder of the world's longest and most exotic limousine. Uh, Guinness Book World Record, 100-foot-long Cadillac with the swimming pool and helicopter landing pad. And the helicopter comes with it as well. Also the Boeing 727 jet that we cut in half, cut the wings off, turned it into a uh, jet Boeing 727 jet limo. And we're, I'm the founder of the Ferrari limos, the Lambo limos, the hot tub limos, and the little midget meter D's that where your tuxedos match your party to walk up and down the long aisles of the limousine serving cocktails and hors d'oeuvres. I saw your I saw your uh, little person there uh, taking yeah, a picture with you. He, he's now we put him in the my he's my little mini me. So I drape him in all you know a whole bunch of gold, and I cut his sideburns like me and every. We have a great time. We do some wrestling fun and all kinds of stuff together. But I made my own little mini me, and that's the gold you saw is 33 pounds of golden diamonds given to me by superstars, legends, rock stars, rap stars, all over the world that have used my services, and they just loved it, and they kept giving me more chains and bracelets and, you know, Nike rings and Michael Jordan, and just what an unbelievable, fabulous, fun life in the limousine business. And that's what I've done for 43 years, build, rent, and sell the biggest limousines in the world. And I'll bet you you uh, have sold these limousines to some big-time stars. You got a couple of names for us? Oh, we've had them all from dating back to Bob Hope, Alvin Lee, I mean, Bon Jovi, Stevie Nicks, Elton John. Um, we did all the sports stars, the Chicago Bears, Super Bowl champs, McMahon, all those guys, and, uh, you know, countless rap stars, Eminem, and, you know, I used to drive NWA before they all became superstars on their own, Dr. Dre and the rest of them. Because the first 20 years of my career I drove, which was the funnest thing in the world, <clears throat> and how we built the empire up from there. I'll bet it's fun. Yeah. You've got one of those uh, special rearview mirrors, right, where you can watch all the action back there? Oh, yeah, the partition. They think that's all covered. Right through it. No. <laughs> well, you, you build the damn thing, so you probably make the, the, the mirror so it's, it's not a yeah, one-way right. mirror at no, all. The only way you can turn the cameras on in the limo is when you're going ahead and sending it across the world. <laughs> <laughs> you're streaming it live out there. Yeah, one um, time. Yeah, so that, it's pretty cool, man. I bet you could share some stories if you weren't sworn oh. to secrecy, right? I'm telling you, there's not an island far enough away that I could go hide on if I told you just part of them. But <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, man. <laughs> you know, but it's uh, you know that's what that's what's fascinating about it. As a matter of fact, I sort of kicked back, semi-retired, semi-retired to someone like me in the limo biz means you stop working 24 hours and you work 12 hours now. Oh, is that all? Okay. Yeah. So we rock and roll and have a ball, but it's so I sort of you know got called. Uh, it was many things going on, and, and I got called back from the big limousine convention asking me to come out with my family, and I brought my kids out, and my kids got to find out who their dad is, the world-famous Limo Bob, and thank the Lord I made a name for myself in his business. 
And uh, then my dad, before he passed away, he got to saw me on extra TV, building the biggest and baddest limos on the planet. So, <clears throat> you know, it was a proud moment. And I went to this, uh, ETV was filming a TV show called New Money. And they were featuring Limo Bob, and they wanted to see what I did for a living and show the people in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and at the Caesars Palace Limousine Convention. So <clears throat> all of a sudden, all these opportunities are coming up, you know, doing my own limo rescue TV show and uh, my third reality show. Hey, let me, uh, let, me, uh, let, me, let me play a little, yep. uh, little uh, promo from the, uh, from the show that you were doing. In a business where size matters, no one is bigger than Limo Bob. I am the Limo King. Friday. Go for a ride. What the f is going on? The man who owns the craziest company on wheels. He will believe what happens when Chicago's Limo King is stretched at his limit. And of course, that was on True TV, right? Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun doing that. Yeah, <clears throat> it looks it looked like it was a party, man. Yeah, it looks like the it, whole show was a it party. It was everything you could do to keep them from breaking your limos. Oh my God, no! Look, I'm telling you, this is what I'm saying. It's the most exciting biz. No matter, it can be exciting both ways. You know, you're going from uh, having super parties, you're hanging out with the the most amazing people in the world. You know, and you still have the same token. You got to be careful because that was the cougar hunting night. And the cougar hunting guys that were in a limo went into a bar, and it was a biker's wives they all hit on. And all of a sudden, that's all it took. So they couldn't even escape fast enough. The bikers were tipping the limo over. Luckily, I was filming. <coughs> we were at the uh, ringside with the Ultimate Fighters. And when I got the call that this was going on, I grabbed the Ultimate Fighters, threw them in my limo, and we went and clashed. You want to talk about fun? <laughs> <laughs> you, you had your crew with you, man. You, I had the crew. Yeah. So, hey, I'm going to tell you, if you're going to get involved in something, they might as well be the biggest and baddest fighters on the planet. Like when I used to drive Mike Tyson, I doubled as his bodyguard, and the guy was just unbelievable. I mean, he would just, uh, <clears throat> not only in the ring, but he would pull over in the streets of Chicago and, you know, you say, hold on, pull over a minute, i got to go out. I said, no, you don't want to pull over here. This is Cabrini Green. He goes, you hear me, limo, pull over. So I'd have to pull over. I'm like, oh, my God, i tell my chauffeur, because I walked him in everywhere he went. i told my chauffeur, Jeff, lock the doors, man. This is, he goes, you, you ain't telling me nothing. By the time we went to the building and came back, started coming back, <clears throat> there was like eight super big, Guys out there screaming and yelling, Tyson, you ain't nothing. We're going to take you down. And I'm like, I told you, Mike. Don't do this. I said, not in Chicago. You don't have me pull over right here out in the middle of Cabrini Green. And I'm going to tell you something. I never thought I'd see something like this. He got near the limo. He goes, limo? He goes, move over to the side by the limo. I'm like, gladly. No. <laughs> One punch, he knocked out three guys. Wow. Wow. Wait, the other five started running, and he was chasing after them. <laughs> I'm talking jailhouse cats about 6'6". Six, six. No, he knocked these guys. He leaped in the air, didn't even cock his arm, punched three of them. Wow. And they went down. So, I mean, you talk about, holy smokes, <laughs> so, much, so much excitement in life and everything else. So oh my God, I have crazy. a question, Limo Bob. This is G-Spot. Hi, so, dear. Hi, sweetie. So how many women have that effect on you? Because i got to think a lot of girls like you. 
Oh, really? Well, I don't know. My wives will never let them get to me. She's really pretty. I saw pictures of her, by the way. But no, Thank I'm, you. I'm yeah. thinking you get hit on a lot because, you know, you've got that charisma. you got a little bit of thing oh, about you. Thank you. You're my new bestest friend. I love it. G-spot. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. When you meet Limo Bob in person, the man <laughs> oozes charisma and gold. And charisma and gold. It, and I appreciate it. Well, great and, and, you know, Limo oh, Bob. It's, it's uh, a great life. I, I wanted to, to, to talk to you before we, we have to let you go tonight. I wanted to talk to you about this new project of yours, NoMoreBullies.com. Club. Can you tell us about this? It sounds like something you've been called to do, and we're, we're excited to, to give it uh, some, some uh, promotion tonight on Living Sexy. Well, I really appreciate that, and I'll tell you, it's dear to my heart to make it fast forward for you. You check this site out, I'll tell you the story all about it. But coming in, all these beautiful opportunities, come back out of semi-retirement, and get in the thing with TV shows, writing for the magazine, doing a radio spot, so many things that I love to do in life, but I never had the chance. I went to the World Convention for the big, uh, the honors to go there with ETV, film me for doing money. And as I walked in, I walked in with all the gold and the gold of me, Jack, and all the people who were hugging like we do through the industry, having a great time. They're seeing what it is. Some guy jumps out of the crowd and punches me <coughs> and broke my nose, my jaw. Uh, <coughs> I, I was seeing four concussion, two discs in my neck, and he just wrecked me. And this happened uh 10-19-2014. And the long story, you'll be able to, your listeners could read the story on, you know, my website with that. But <clears throat> it's a story about how his excuse when he pleaded guilty in court to, you know, uh, the charges, he said that I didn't like his gold. Didn't even know me. Well, he's ruined part of my life because I'm on painkillers galore for the last year and a half. And it's really hard doing therapy and everything else to try to come back from the attack. So my thing is all I want to do now is dedicate my life to traveling the United States and speaking at grade schools, high schools, and colleges alike and saying my story to the people, using my story that there is no more bullying. We, we need to stop it. One, stand up. Everyone, if you see bullying, you stand up. It can't happen. Two, if someone does it, make them pay up. That's right. Don't let them get away with it. I went to court eight times, flew to Atlantic City, cost me over $10,000. I'm not going to let him put someone else to be a victim. And three, and finally, make them pay up. Everyone who had something to do with no security or nothing, and this guy to do even though I had to drop him and put him to sleep, he ruined my face, my, my head. Today I do tests, EEGs, and everything else. So stand with me, everyone. No more bullies.club. I'm going to travel the United States with the world's longest limo, 10 wheelers. And we're going to go across this country and do the very best we can. It's just sad. Bullying doesn't discriminate. It doesn't care what color you are. And it doesn't make a difference if you're 1 or 101. Limo Bob, these are, uh, these are great words. And, of course, it's no more bullies.club. Limo Bob, one more question for you. Are you living sexy? Oh, baby, I'm telling you, take a look at my beautiful wife. It's so sexy. I'm living real sexy. So how big is big enough? Look at you. All right, man. Footer. Thanks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Limo Bob. Thanks for coming on Living Sexy you. Radio, man. We appreciate you. Thanks, brother. Limo Bob on Living Sexy Radio.
and livingsexyradio.com. That is awesome stuff. I got to gotta put my hat off to that guy. Can you imagine the stuff he's seen no, in the I, backseat of that I limousine? I think he needs to write a book and just make up names for everybody. Right, that's incredible stuff. I would is. love that. I want to hear that promo coming up, man. That's a great. That's, <laughs> we got. I had to. We I had that thing. Real I quick. had to do that because, of course, you know these limos are pretty long. So, and one of our sponsors is Premier Couples. So, it's Living Sexy Radio. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. Talk to me. Broadcasting live across the globe at 10 Eastern. Turn your sexy on. So how big is big enough? <laughs> Look at you pretending to be shy. I don't think it can be too big. <laughs> well, I want it big enough to be satisfied. Well, what about quality over quantity? Oh, I want both. Listen, girls, just face it. Size does matter. Oh, yeah. When you want it big, you want Premier Couples Superstore, the biggest selection of DVDs, novelty items, lingerie, and online shopping. Premier delivers. Size does matter. Premier Couples Superstore, South OBT, or online at premiercouples.net. Premier Couples Superstore takes you where you want. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. We like it when you watch. Thank you, Randy. Randy Thomas, we love you. Voice of the Oscars. Voice of the Emmys. And voice of livingsexyradio.com. That's because she's that badass. I'm Blackjack. We are uh, so happy to have, in about maybe six minutes, legendary Mr. Rock and Roll Photographer Bob Gruen. Coming on Living Sexy Radio. Very excited to have him coming on the show, by the way. I want to tell you about conversation. This is something that we uh, kind of instituted on this show right at the beginning. It's our man on the street, or shall uh, we say... Uh, go ahead, uh, G-Spot. Mentalist on the street. Mentalist. You know, I put that in our promo today. Uh, we had some promotional materials like we it. were putting out. He's so cute. So were you, G-Spot. Thank you. Living Sexy Live presents Conversation with mentalist and attraction specialist Keith Kong. Getting answers to the sexy questions only he dares to ask. What's happening, Keith Kong? What's up, guys? You took a little trip down to our uh, one of our affiliate stations, which is 1490 WWPR today, and yeah. you were in that area, I know that. Yep, passed by Tampa, St. Pete, all over Sarasota, just driving through the state today. Oh, very cool. Uh, doing some mentalism stuff? or? Uh... Yeah, I actually met this guy. He's really cool, um, Joe Eddie Fairchild. He's a fourth-generation performer, and it was just nice to talk to him about some of the history of performers and the people that he's met and the people that he's built things for it's amazing um so i i i wasn't able to come into the studio today but it was a trade-off well you know we always like seeing you and uh what we need to do is we need to get everybody into one of limo bob's limos yeah. and take a ride around town that's what we need to do 
This is Conversation. Uh, our subjects today are uh, Angela, Jeff, and Monica. Where's the craziest place you've ever had sex? On a picnic table, in a campground, in the middle, where everybody can see, and, and flashing headlights are coming at me. And tell me that story. How did that happen? Oh, we were camping, and friends of ours said, let's go do something really, really funny, or real fun at the campground. And I'm like, what do you want to do? She said, let's, let's, let's go take our husbands and just go and find somewhere to have sex that's fun. So we did. My husband and I found a picnic table, and her and her husband found a boat. <laughs> you know, that's, that's how that went. <laughs> I was on a cruise ship, and uh, let me tell you, the, uh, the wind was at my back. I was on the, uh, the top deck. I was like the captain of the sea at that point, captain of the world, captain of this woman. Fantastic time. She was blowing me, but let me tell you, the wind at my back was doing a better job a bathroom and a dormitory that me and my husband did it in. We were at a friend's um, party, house party, whatever you want to call it, and at the dormitory um, we snuck into the shower and we were kind of banging and when we were finished we had it was the girls bathrooms so a bunch of girls came in and they were laughing their asses off. But I thought that was funny. Who's the sexiest radio network heard around the world? Living, sexy, boning, every day radio. I love the part where we had Jeff, who actually called in earlier. I loved how he said that she was blowing me. But to be honest, the wind at my back was doing a better job. You know, that's just a pretty sharp guy. He could be, and, and you came up with this idea in a little, in a little bit, we're going to have the Kong all-stars, right? Where the, where we have the, the, the best of the conversation subjects right. all coming in and maybe doing like a celebrity, like rap off where they, you know, they each talk about their uh, special sexy rap and whoever wins, well, maybe we give them a weekend somewhere, maybe at uh, Caliente or something. With blackjack. We need to do some kind of field well, day. Well, if you insist. but Some kind of field day with prizes, contests, things like that. So, Keith Kong, where can people find more about your mentalism and uh, more about you? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Kong Magic. Also, at KongMagic.com and on Facebook as Keith Kong Mentalist. All right, Keith Kong, we'll hear another conversation in the uh, in the next hour. So excited to have uh, Bob Gruen on the line. He had the ultimate backstage pass. Jeez, he shot all the great shots that I've ever seen. This guy must have stories that nobody has. I mean, think of it. He was backstage with all these bands. Can you imagine the stories this guy's got? Bob's got a lot of charm. He has a way of just kind of hanging around and picking up the camera in a kind of a sneaky way or like a guy selling something stolen on a street corner. He would stay out with the bands until 6 o'clock in the morning, no matter how crazy they'd get. He's 60 what something, and he's still out shooting every night. What, is he crazy? All right, well, we want to talk to the man himself. Hey, Bob Gruen, welcome to uh, Living Sexy Radio. Well, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. It, it, let's, uh, let's cut to the chase. You are, in my mind, the preeminent rock and roll photographer of uh, well, all time. Thank you. 
Uh, you're the guy who gets the shots, the iconic shots uh, with John Lennon, with with the Sex Pistols, with Blondie, with uh, the Rolling Stones, uh, Van Halen, everybody, uh, Led Zeppelin. You're 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 always there, and you're always catching these artists in their in their just their glory. I don't, how do well, you do that? Yeah. I'm a fan. You know, I always wanted to see the good parts and capture it. And actually, in, in school, show and tell is my favorite subject. So I like to see exciting things and tell people about them. So you're never without your camera, I'm guessing. I've always had a camera, actually, since I was about eight years old. <laughs> I am so intrigued right now. There, there was a moment in that, that clip that they said something about your age. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Oh. But you know what? I, I, I'm really interested in this because what age were you doing a lot of these photographs of very famous people? Well, after high school in the 60s, I turned on, tuned in, and dropped out and lived with a rock and roll band. And when they finally got a deal, the record company started using my pictures. So I was about 25 when I hit the 70s, and uh, pretty soon I met Elton John and then John Lennon and elephant's memory and that led me actually to the new york dolls and one thing led to another um, i met i can tina turner traveled with them worked with elton john uh hanging around max's you know meeting all those bands blondie patty smith television um so i guess i was in my 20s and 30s <laughs> what a dream i mean That's think about yeah. that could you imagine yeah. uh, one of <laughs> one of my favorite things uh that 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 i that i love that you did was uh, your work with uh with Ro- with uh, robert plant and zeppelin mm-hmm. um, well yeah the picture of the, uh, led zeppelin in front of the airplane was actually the first day i met them they already had their own plane and uh, we were going to, i think pittsburgh uh to for their gig it was just sort of an afterthought as we were getting on the plane. The Lisa Robinson, the journalist, said, well, take a picture of the van in front of their plane. And uh, it's turned into like an iconic moment. A lot of people, like uh, members of Bon Jovi, told me they saw that picture and they wanted to grow up and have their own plane, too. And, and in their case, they did. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I've always wanted to have my own plane, but it never worked out. My rock band barely had a bus. so. Yeah, I didn't get a plane either. I don't know. I've been we need a movie <laughs> about you. Why is there not a movie about you? Well, there is actually the intro you played is a, uh, the trailer for a film called um, Rock and Roll Exposed that Don Letts made. It's a documentary about me. And the voices you heard, they were Alice Cooper and Iggy Pop and uh, Billy Joe Armstrong, Lex McNeil, uh, Lenny Kay, I think, is in there. Um, they haven't actually dramatized my life yet. That would be a funny one. No, I want I'm that. Thinking about doing something. Can, can, we, can we do a petition for that, please? Well, I'm writing a biography. <laughs> You've got to actually write the story down. Before so are you, writing, are you writing a biography now? Uh, I'm working on that. That's my next big project. I mean, you must have so many cool stories. I uh, I always found intriguing. Several of your photos of John Lennon. Of course, mm-hmm. some of them are the most well-known photos, and I happen to be a Lennon fan. You have the one yeah, of him in front of, of my the... Favorites. People really like the picture where he's wearing the New York T-shirt, uh, which is kind of funny because I used to wear a shirt like that all the time. And, in fact, a year before he took the picture, I'd given one to John as a gift. And then we were on the roof of a penthouse apartment he had where we were taking pictures for his album cover, the Walls and Bridges album. And when we were done, he said, let's take some more pictures for publicity. And since we were on the roof and the skyline was all around us, I said, do you saw that shirt I gave you last year? And he said he did. So I said, well, why don't you put it on? we got the skyline here. And that turned out to be a pretty, you know, memorable moment. That picture's around the world. But the one I like better than that is this picture of him at the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, that's the one I like best, is you know, the Statue of Liberty. the U.S. government was trying to throw him out of the country because, uh, you know, he, he committed the crime of talking about peace in a time of war. And so they were afraid of him, and they wanted to throw him out. And I thought that 
Statue of Liberty was a symbol that was supposed to be welcoming artists like John Lennon, and I suggested to him that we take the picture, and I was actually really thrilled that he agreed with me because he was pretty savvy with the media, you know. And uh, and but going out there was very easy. We just took the boat, like you know, an, uh, an English tourist to America. Everybody can do that. Uh, like I didn't get special permission or anything. We just went out to the statue, walked around the front, took a few pictures, and uh, again, that's become an iconic moment. The pictures. Nowadays, it stands for a lot more than just his deportation case, because uh, a lot of people looked at John Lennon as a symbol of personal freedom, similar to the way they looked at the Statue of Liberty. The pictures that you never used. What? Where are those? Oh, I got uh, 27 file cabinets in my house of bands. Actually, I was just talking to my wife. We might make a book someday of bands you never heard of. Yes, I would I, love I that. Really pictures of bands you never heard of. Um, Many more than the ones you have heard of. Yeah, I would love to see some of your work that, that isn't iconic, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Well, that's another project we're thinking of. Yeah. I say do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, do it. Now, you. now here on the show, we like to tell our stories. Uh, we tell mm-hmm. stories about all of our uh, things that we've done, our conquests, our sexual escapades, our you know, uh-huh. crazy parties we went to, what we did in the back or wherever. And uh, when I was playing in my rock band, we used to have a place called the Romper Room which we always set up behind the stage somewhere, and you can only imagine what happened in the romper room. And I know many bands have such a place uh, that they use for their shows, and I'm wondering if you might be able to share any stories with us of what you might have experienced back in those romper rooms. Oh, there's been those kind of rooms. Uh, I can, I Turner and the band used to have a, a party suite that uh, got pretty wild, uh, very lubricated. Uh, Alice Cooper used to have cases of beer in his, uh, although now he's finally gotten over that. Um, uh, and certainly the Rolling Stones, they always have some kind of lounge backstage. I remember when it was called the Voodoo Lounge, and they, they were very elaborate. Uh, and Bill Graham was a great pr- promoter for most of the bands. He used to have a, a really nice spread backstage. He would have um, ping pong tables and barbecues. And I remember one of the Rolling Stones concerts, he had a lounge backstage that only served fresh um, pina coladas. But you know, <laughs> real coconut and pineapple. That's great. <laughs> yeah. What we really want to hear, Bob, is who you spread. Oh my! <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, I uh, I remember uh, the uh, some of the stars had some crazy uh, things they would ask for. Like uh, I think was it Ozzy wanted just the brown M and M's and uh, oh, did you ever see any a, stuff a like that? That made good publicity. Yeah. Uh, but there are interesting things that you can put on the rider. Um, you know, uh, people like their particulars. Nowadays, they want, you know, a certain kind of veggie food and organic this and that. Uh, back in the old days, it used to be a specific brand of booze, like Remy Martin or something. Uh, but uh, it was always very interesting, that's for sure. So are, so are you still out there doing this today? Like going in and looking well, at... Well, not like I used to. You know, nowadays people, everybody's taking pictures. So what I used to do, taking pictures of a band and then go home and develop the film, remember film, and then make prints and get copies of the slides and a few days later send them out. And a couple of weeks later they print it in the magazines and that was news. But nowadays people take a picture in the first song before the first song's over. It's on internet, you know, all over, every kind of social media. So I can't really compete with that kind of news. But I still go out a lot. I mean, almost every night. Well, you're doing the uh, you do the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? Uh, well, I don't photograph it as much. I mean, it's, things got very corporate nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's not what it used to be, where there's a lot of you know people that were approved. And nowadays, this one company gets a contract, and 
it, it's kind of different. But I go see my friends. I'm always taking pictures. I have a website, BobGruen.com, where you know every few months I update it with all the places I've been and the things I've seen. Um, I have a question for you. This is G-Spot, Bob. Hi. Mm-hmm. You know, you've met so many people in your life, so many. And I know this is going to be a hard question, but I'd really like to know the answer. Uh-huh. Who would be your top person that you photographed or that meant something to you as a photographer? Well, you know, I've been lucky to have been blessed with uh, quite a few good times. So I, I don't really make lists. I mean, when you hang out with people like Tina Turner and John Lennon and Elton John and Joe Strummer and, you know, Taylor Johansson and the Dolls and then... There's got to uh, be a favorite. Come on, I need a favorite. <laughs> I, it depends on the day. I really don't have a <laughs> favorite. You know, I want to ask you about some of your iconic photos, uh, like the one with the sex pistols with the straws in the diner, which, of course, is one of the – it's the their photo. That's the best photo they ever took, in my opinion. What, <laughs> well, what, what happened there? How did they, they made that picture up. Uh, you know, you have to have a good band to work with. Uh, it wasn't done, you know, in the sense of the way bands are uh, photographed today where you get stylists and catering and you spend four hours trying to get one picture. Uh, we actually took a plane to Luxembourg early in the morning, and then we were on the way to Radio Luxembourg to do an interview, and the DJ took us to a bar to kind of warm up a little before they got to the radio station. And uh, at one point I realized they were all sitting on the same side of the table, so I said, hey, let me take a group shot. And they kind of fell into that, picking up the straws and having fun with it. And it really, I had like four or five shots. It was just a moment. If I, it's, I noticed there was an extra glass moment. there. Was that your glass on the table? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the only glass if it was, it was mine. Well, let me ask you this. Is it okay if we put a few of your iconic shots on our site just to have show people what you're about? Or, uh, yeah, should we, 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 we can work that out, yeah. That's cool. I, I like, also, this other one was always one of my favorites, is Alice Cooper and uh, Salvador oh, Dali. Salvador Dali, that was a great day. What, 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 ha- what was going on there? Well, uh, Dali was making a, a, the first 3D, like, kind of moving holograms. Uh, it's a hologram that has motion in it. And he wanted Alice Cooper because uh, he kind of related to Alice as a uh, surrealist. You know, Dali was very much a surrealist, and so was Alice Cooper. The way he acted out each song, it wasn't just singing. He would have a whole stage show to go with each song. And... Um, and so Alice, uh, you know, was happy to work with Dolly. And Dolly, the funny part of the day is that Alice is wearing two and a half million dollars of real diamonds because Dolly wanted them to really sparkle in the hologram. And Dolly is holding in his hand, if you look at the picture, uh, there's an object which is actually, Dolly said, was the brain of the pop star that has, uh, it looks like a brain, but it's got a chocolate eclair in the middle, <laughs> little ants that are running up towards it. And um, and Alice is holding a microphone that's kind of made out of bones. Uh, it was all very, very odd. Um, but during that day, actually, the, my favorite part was that Dolly was talking to a couple of people at one point, the press people, and telling them that he believed in the idea of Confucianism, that his art was about confusion, and that you weren't actually supposed to understand anything, and there was nothing to figure out, because life is constant confusion. Like, nobody really ever knows what's going on. And I picked that up that day, and I thought that was very interesting. I am so impressed that you remember all of this stuff. Like, I can't remember, like, four days ago. (laughs) How do you remember all of these detailed moments? Well, you pick up some interesting things, you remember them. (laughs) Well, hanging out with these guys, I mean, it's never boring, right? I mean, these... like to be bored. That's why I've always been moving and people are, trying to go to interesting places. Uh, and, and, and hang with interesting people. What about, uh, you got, did you hang with Bob Marley? I see you have a, a great picture of Bob Marley. No, 
I saw him do a couple of shows, mm-hmm. live concert, but I never actually got to know him. How about Blondie? Uh, Blondie, Debbie, I know really well, and the rest of the band as well. Uh, Debbie usually comes to my birthday parties. In fact, this year, Debbie did a duet with uh, Handsome Dick Manitoba. Oh, nice! Party. I want to be great. at your next birthday party. Yeah, she still got All some right, pipes. I do it every October. <laughs> Please invite me, okay. <laughs> Bob. Yeah, we all want to hang with we Bob. We all want to hang out with Bob. Yeah. Has she, can she okay. still sing? Oh, Debbie's Debbie? great. Of course. Oh, she's yeah. fantastic. What's really fun is when you see Debbie, like she played at the Carlisle last year, uh, and she does shows uh, songs that aren't necessarily Blondie songs, and you can see the range of her vocal. And uh, She played with a group called the Jazz Passengers mm-hmm. at one point, and she was doing scat singing and, and really interesting uh, vocals. She's fantastic. What about, awesome. uh, what about the Ramones? I bet those guys were fun to hang with. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely all of them. Uh, I really miss them. It's a, a shame. I, I think, you know, they traveled so much. They were always in a van going from one show to another, and they played a lot around Europe. I think they might have gone a little too close to Chernobyl because eventually they all got kind of sick. Yeah. None of them were old, man. They no. were all no. pretty young. No, they all died of different diseases. And as far as your travels are concerned, where did you take most of your pictures? Was it mostly in the States, or did well, you take a lot of Europe? Well, mostly in New York because I live there, and it's right. a very exciting city, and everybody comes to New York, so I didn't have to travel too much, but I got around America a lot, I go to Japan a lot, uh, I got all over Europe, uh, even went to Moscow, with a, there was a, a trip with Bon Jovi and Ozzy that I went on. Uh, oh, that's fun. So, yeah, I get around. <laughs> what, what about uh, what about the Stones? You, did you follow them around uh, the world? Or you hit yeah, them I never actually, spots? well, there was a couple times I worked for the Stones, but I never really traveled with them, but I got, you know, to see them quite a bit, went to a bunch of parties, uh, Keith and Mixer and Ronnie certainly know me say hello when they see me, so that's kind of fun. And Kiss, uh, you, you, you got a lot of pics of Kiss here. I like the uh, one where they're in the suits. I, I remember that one from years ago. <laughs> I love that. Uh, oh, they are? They were your suits? We were actually, uh, we were making a comic book for a magazine called Cream Magazine, which was a fun magazine. I remember that oh, magazine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Cream. Yeah, they never took anything too seriously. And we made a, a photo novella, which is like a little comic book made out of pictures instead of drawings. And uh, the idea was that Kiss was uh, in their secret identity, wearing the suits, like even though the makeup, you're supposed to not be able to recognize them, you know. And um, and they discovered that there's a band playing, and it's going to, you know, a very boring band. They they cleverly disguise John Denver as John Cleveland. And, um, and so Kiss goes up and puts up a whole bunch of fake posters that John Cleveland's going to play. And instead, all, and all the people show up, and then instead Kiss comes out, and they save the world with rock and roll. I love it. And, uh, and then they're rewarded by having an orgy backstage. <laughs> and, and for some reason, Kiss Orgy seems to be the most popular page on my website. I don't know. The Kiss Orgy. I'm going to tell you, I personally met Gene Simmons this past year. Oops. Oops. He's scary. He's really He's scary. scary. Funny. He's really funny. No, he is very funny, but when he puts yeah. that tongue out, it, oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. yeah. Where, did, where did he put it out at? Uh, right in front of me. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we would hope it was the front. He did it right in front of me. And he's so big. I'm like five nine and a half. Well. No, he's huge. Oh, he's yeah. huge. He didn't and, stick and his tongue out. Session, it was kind of fun because I had met him, and we got along, and they were nice guys. And then we did the photos with the, wearing the suits and so on, and we came back to my studio to change because the second part of the... The comic book is they're all in their real costumes. And I was changing my films, and all of a sudden I felt this monstrous presence 
scary thing behind me, and I turned around, and Gene was in his costume with the boots and the hair and everything, and all of a sudden he was like seven feet tall and towering <laughs> over me. I'm going to tell you, it's scary. Yeah, they change persona when, they, when they're in a costume. That's true. They become that, that persona, they right? They become that superhero, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. So, Bob, you've won all kinds of awards for your work. Uh, you know, can, you, can, you, can you tell us which one you, know, you, you hold the closest to your heart? Um, I have gotten a few awards. Uh, well, last year I was awarded by this organization uh, called um, Her Justice that provides legal aid for uh, domestic violence victims. And since my mom was a lawyer, and these were it was a room full of lawyers or, or, or um, honoring me, and my mom is the one who taught me photography, that was very meaningful for me. Uh, but I'm still hoping one day to get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But I well, think we need a petition well, or something. I think we'll get that started here at Living they Sexy. They haven't recognized any photographers yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if they're going to recognize anybody, it should be you. Uh, we uh, really want to thank you for being on Living Sexy tonight, Bob. It has been an incredible experience for us. We love your work, and uh, we love that uh, you took the time out to be on our radio program. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's just awesome what you do, and I think the art of photography has been lost to some degree as a result of technology. I, I look back at the Kodachrome days and I look now at the digital days and there just seems to be something missing in the photography of today that I, that I see in your art. Well, thank you. I always try to get more than just the facts. I like to get the feeling. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are just sort of snapping the button on their camera because it's so easy and every phone has a camera. And I think they're just way, going way too fast and they're not editing and they're not kind of picking the moments they're just capturing what randomly whatever but i constantly meet people who tell me that they really enjoy photography and it's a great way to express themselves and that's what i did and so i think it's a great thing that more people can do it yeah i I even have a little photography background i went to school in brooklyn for a while over at uh, lincoln high and they had a photography class and i i got into it i got into black and white photography and I, i used to take trips down to coney island and I shot the stone fountains that are there at the boardwalk, and I, I won, uh, I won the contest. I was one of a hundred ah. winners, and we were we had our photos displayed at the city court building there in Midtown. It was it was cool. Oh, for yeah. Well, all I would like to have is some sexy photos. <laughs> do you do that? Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, we, I like that part. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You you might even get Bob Gruen to do some boudoir photography oh, with you. Oh, geez, I oh, am okay. ready, Bob. I'm ready. Have camera will travel. You know? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, man. When we have a party, we're inviting Bob Gruen, man. That's the man right there. Oh, Thank good. you, Bob. Like we appreciate it, brother. All right, we'll send some people to your website and get a link up on our website at livingsexyradio.com. Bob, and, uh, uh, and have a great one. And do us a favor. Shoot us uh, shoot us out on your social media. That would be awesome, man. Okay, all right. All Thank right. you. Have a great night. Have man. a great night. All right, thanks. Oh, that's incredible. That guy has got just a wealth of information that he's not telling anybody. Oh, and I love the fact right. that he came on Living Sexy, the radio live at, at 11 uh, p.m., you right, know? Right. There's a guy who, who uh, just, I'm glad he gets what we're doing, and I appreciate Bob Gruen and, and his support for Living Sexy yeah, Radio. That's, and that's awesome. The guy's a legend, man. He's a legend. The most exciting interview for me. All right, Living Sexy Radio, we're talking about how to be a better man. Sex in my city is next. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. Broadcasting live across the globe at 10 Eastern. Turn your sexy on.
So how big is big enough? <laughs> Look at you pretending to be shy. I don't think it can be too big. <laughs> well, I want it big enough to be satisfied. Well, what about quality over quantity? Oh, I want both. Listen, girls, just face it. Size does matter. Oh, yeah. When you want it big, you want Premier Couples Superstore, the biggest selection of DVDs, novelty items, lingerie, and online shopping. Premier delivers. Size does matter. Premier Couples Superstore, South OBT, or online at premiercouples.net. Premier Couples Superstore. Takes you where you want to go. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy Live on TuneIn, Apple TV, and LivingSexyRadio.com. Living any other way is just plain boring. Living Sexy Radio at livingsexyradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at Living Sexy Radio. Also, Facebook, Living Sexy Radio. Also on Instagram is Living Sexy. Google Plus. Pinterest is getting naughty. Pinterest used to be all cute and right. stuff. Now they get naked pictures and, on there. And then they've become sexy. I, could right. it be us? Could we have had well, that influence on Pinterest? You know, if you hashtag Living Sexy on any social media, we'll pick it up here at Living Sexy and we'll re-whatever you. All right? Give you some exposure. <laughs> and uh, if uh, you want to follow us on Twitter or anywhere else, you know what we're going to do? We're going to follow you right back. And we'd love for you to engage with us on social media any way you want to. If you want to just tell us what you like, what you don't like, what your opinions are, Hashtag living sexy. Anywhere you happen to be, we'll pick it up and we'll talk about it right here on the show. Like our good friend Otello World and somebody by the name of Kelby Clark uh, checking in with us tonight. Also, Yasar Ahmed checking in tonight from uh, looks to be... Hmm, I want to say it's India. Uh, also, uh, somebody else checking in, a guy by the name of Al Giuliani, saying hello. And uh, he's actually doing it on text tonight from a 310 phone number. And also, Alex Blue. Hello, Alex. Thank you for checking in with Living Sexy Radio, giving you some shout-outs tonight for shutting out to us. I'm still on cloud nine that we uh, interviewed Limo Bob and Bob Gruen in, in the same uh, hour. It just just blew me away, man. This is yeah. this is awesome. Uh, I'm having the time of my life. I want to thank a couple people who helped make this show possible. And if you want to help support and become a sponsor of Living Sexy Radio, you get all kinds of VIP treatment. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Right now, I want to thank our friends at Premier Couple Superstore, which is not only the most beautiful and largest store servicing couples, singles, any fantasy coming true at premiercouples.net. You can order worldwide online. I want you to check them out at premiercouples.net. They take you where you want to go. also want to thank our friend Dante. She is living young, and she's living young because she is offering health Wealth, vitality, and uh, we have lost a combined uh, 22 pounds tricking on the last three weeks. Feeling great. Uh, everything is going well here in our lives. Uh, we've got uh, uh, really, we're getting in shape, man, for this whole uh, spring and summer season coming up. Well, because we are going to be living sexy on a whole other level. Much more than we have right, the past I'm be, couple I'm years. I'm going to be on the second level now. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually on the 23rd level. 
Wow. Well, I got some catching up to do then. Yeah, I think you... Didn't know you could get that high on the living sexy scale. I have... Uh, I think that my... Actually, I got a little nosebleed a few days ago because <laughs> it's up so damn high. Oh, is that one? G-Spot, welcome back with your sex. <laughs> G-Spot, welcome back with your, uh, with, your, with your sexy city. Tel Aviv. Ah, I like Israel. it. Is that some uh, Tel Aviv music you got yeah. there, Trey? Yeah, yeah. was that? Was that what it is? Well, I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was that one girl with the, you know. With the BB Rex. With the Jewish. Uh, wrecking ball The thing. Jewish. She's got a kind of a, she's a Jewish girl, right? BB Rexa? I don't think so. No. Okay. So, Tel Aviv is one of the sexiest cities on earth. In fact, it came in second. Rio de Janeiro, Rio de Janeiro came in first. Yeah, which except you, now they got the mosquitoes there in Rio, so now it's got to be dropping. What? The mosquitoes. Oh, stop it. There's no mosquitoes. What, what are you There's talking all about? All kinds of mosquitoes in hey, Rio. Hey, listen, if anybody makes it to the Holy Land on second place, yeah. we're good to go. That I'm telling you, there's a bunch of mosquitoes. Are you talking about, uh, is it because it rhymes, mosquito and Rio? No, no. They're, 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 people aren't even going to go to the Olympics because those darn mosquitoes there. Well, you know, we got the jungle effect going on in Brazil. So you can't okay. blame so you get them. that disease. I'm in Israel. I don't know where you people are, but <laughs> we I'm in were, Israel. We were at number one. Sorry. Yeah, so, yeah. so tell me about Tel Aviv. Well, you know, it, 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 first of all, they get into some serious house techno music. Every single site that I visited, it is crazy. They love that music. Now, we're talking, this is the Holy Land, right? Tel Aviv is not that far from what they consider the Holy Land. So they love this music. And it all goes all day, all night, to the next day, all night, to the next day. These people don't sleep. And here's why. They literally are, the population of Tel Aviv right now is single. These people are single. and they Not are married. Not married. No, they're single. And they are loving life on beaches, a lot of beaches, and nightclubs, a lot of alternative nightclubs. They're having a really good time. I like these people. I'm going to go visit them. The, the uh, Tel Avivians? Yeah, of course. Well, I don't know. What are you naming them I think now? they're the Tel Avivites, I believe. Because <laughs> everything is an ice. Hey, wasn't that one of the lost tribes of Israel? I believe it is. The Tel Avivites were lost. They were roaming the desert for years. <laughs> hey, it's almost like I want to turn it on and off from the way you guys are talking. Yeah. <laughs> don't uh. listen to them because I'm going to tell you right now. This place, they are all about music. They're all about staying up all night. They're all about sex. They're all about prostitution. You cannot have a brothel. But you can have prostitution. Right. So you just have working girls, uh, and they just uh, hang out, and then they go to your house. Well, yeah, they make house calls well, instead I'm gonna of you going to their house. I'm about to rock your world right now. The Arabs love coming to Tel Aviv. Why? And getting prostitutes. Ah. You know, because a lot of, these right, lot of the right-wing types uh, like to uh, play a little on the, uh, on the naughty side. Well, I was going to say, you could take that to a whole new level of I, I will next time. Trust me. I just like to play it on the naughty side because it's fun to be naughty. I'm always on the naughty side. <laughs> you're all naughty. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's interesting about, you know. I'm a naughty pine. No, you're not. Yeah. They, you they, pretend. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. You know, when you take like a language, and I believe they speak Hebrew, mm-hmm. I think, and then you put it into English, right? Mm-hmm. Or English into Hebrew. I don't know which way it goes. However. Well, it depends on who's on top. 
Okay, great. <laughs> what the hell is that? So, here is a name of one of their alternative lifestyle nightclubs. It's called taxidermy. Now, think about that for a moment. <laughs> Isn't that when you stuff animals? It, yeah. I don't know in Hebrew if that means the same. I think it means you go there to get stuffed. Probably. Yeah. Nonetheless, this place is awesome. They have the most amazing bar. It's very alternative to all the levels of she-she, he-he, mix-mix, tran-tran. Doesn't matter. You're all invited. I'm invited. Taxidermy. I want to go there just because of the damn name. Well, you know, it almost sounds like you got a Vietnamese Vietnamese guy at the end, Tran Tran. It almost sounded like Tran Tran, yeah, Tran Tran. Tran. (laughs) Well, what you need to do is you need to shoot something, right? And then you take you take the uh, the carcass of it over there, and you give it to them, and you say, "Hey, can you stuff this for me?" And they'll do that. And then while you're partying, they do the stuffing of your thing that you shot. And then when you leave, you leave with a beautiful stuffed rabbit. Now I don't know, and I will research this. What does that mean in Hebrew to say taxidermy? I have no idea. Okay, well, you can work on that, and we'll get to it next week. I will. I'm looking it up. Okay, the next one, which is so funny to me, because it actually has the animal character on it, and it's called the Penguin Club. Penguin Club. Now, if you have a five-level underground club that parties all night long, it's called the Penguin Club. I like penguins. Yeah, and I can see them waddling, like... I can see them going, oh, I'm going to the Penguin Club. Where did they come up with these names? I think penguins are cute. I, I don't know. And these are, what, these are sex clubs? Yes. I'm Why would they call it taxidermy and, and penguin? They like animals? I mean, I are think penguins, penguins are very loving. Are they horny? Um, are penguins I think they're horny? very, they're very, uh, they actually, I think they're monogamous. They uh, mate penguins. for life, yeah. I believe they so are. Why well, you, that's not part of an alternative lifestyle. So why would they the call record. it the penguin? I have no uh, idea. Because, but this... because when you have sex with a woman, it's like having sex like a penguin. It feels like a woman, I think. No, I don't it think it's got anything. You know what it is? I'll bet you it's got to do... <laughs> I bet you it's got to do with DC Comics and the whole thing with the uh, no, Batman. not the you fat the man, guy, the penguin. No. Danny DeVito? Right? The Danny DeVito He's guy. like five foot two. Well, I guess a lot of girls like him. No. I don't know. No? No. He's not, like, really cute? No. No. So I just find it very interesting that these places are very well perused when people go to these clubs, including the Saudi princes, just for the record. Taxidermy and Penguin Club. And I think I'm going to join. All right. We'll put those on the top of our list the next time we visit Tel Aviv. I was going to say, really, what what you're saying is, is Tel Aviv really is Rio, but in the Middle East. No, it is. And, you know, I'm going to tell you, the clubs are amazing. They get the top DJs from around the world, the top DJs to go and play in these clubs. So they are rocking. They're hip. They're all the above. They're electro like trick. I like it. All right. Thank you, G-Spot. Sex in My City, just another one of these wonderful features that G-Spot brings us every single time we do this Living Sexy Radio show. On the way, we'll get back to our main topic tonight, how to be a better man. Thank you, 1490 WWPR. We love 1490 WWPR, Sarasota. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. 
Get your Living Patriot Prism now at a special price for Memorial Day. Living Patriot makes it possible for us to honor our veterans by displaying our folded flags and beautifully illuminated crystal clear prisms. It can be personally engraved. Six different sizes, including internment flags. Proudly display your commemorative flag in a Living Patriot Prism or give one as a gift. Visit livingpatriot.com. Livingpatriot.com. L-I-V-I-N-G-P-A-T-R-I-O-T.com. Buy for Memorial Day and get 15% off by entering promo code PATRIOT. Living Patriot. Made in the USA. Attention men and women who want to improve their performance in the bedroom. A product has been formulated, researched, and certified to give men and women the special sexual desire they're looking for. This product is all natural, does not require a prescription, and has virtually no side effects. The only side effect you'll have is the benefit that comes with having a great sex life with your partner. This product is called Horny Goat Weed Plus. It contains a unique blend of all natural ingredients. Just take two capsules a day and you're on your way to an amazing relationship with your partner. Remember, this product works for men and women. And when you call today to get started in our special monthly delivery program, we'll send you a free bottle. Call right now and order Horny Goatweed. 800-430-2130. That's 800-430-2130. So how big is big enough? <laughs> Look at you, Redangity. I don't think it can be too big. Well, I want it big enough to be satisfied. Well, what about quality over quantity? Oh, I want both. Listen, girls, just face it. Size does matter. Oh, yeah. When you want it big, you want Premier Couple Superstore, the biggest selection of DVDs, novelty items, lingerie, and online shopping. Premier delivers. Size does matter. Premier Couple Superstore. South OBT or online at premiercouples.net. Premier Couples Superstore takes you where you want to go. This is Tom. What's up? Sitting in his cubicle. Uh, actually, it's called a workstation. Whatever. Tom is slowly dying in his workstation. I mean, aren't we all dying? Really? If you think about it. Let's not get philosophical, Tom. Just go to careerbliss.com. Follow companies that you find. Apply to openings right online. Check salaries and read reviews. Score a career that's perfect for you. I feel alive! Choose happy. Careerbliss.com Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. We like it when you watch. 166 countries around the world. Uh, 1.7 million people listened in the month of January. We appreciate you being here on Living Sexy Radio. You can find music, really cool stuff, all day long right here on livingsexyradio.com. Playing all your favorite music all day long, 24 hours a day. Also, you hear snippets of our radio show, little pieces of kind of the best of what we've done over the last couple of years while you're listening to that great music. And you can find all of our archive shows, everything we've ever done since the beginning of time on our website at livingsexyradio.com. Most of it is available for free, but the really sexy, the really uncensored stuff, you have to click on the uncensored button right above the woman rolling in the cash, and uh, then you'll be transported to another location where you can listen to some of the stuff only special people get to hear. 
It's all at livingsexyradio.com. We appreciate uh, that you are tuning in tonight to hear about how to be a better man. And, ladies, I'm going to throw this out to you because, uh, you know, I understand that, that I want to be better, but I have to get you. I have to get what you really want from me. All right. And what you tell me sometimes isn't particularly clear. All right. I think you, most of the time, Chase, G-Spot, you're talking in riddles. All right. Because guys are fairly simple and they communicate in short sentences. Uh, you guys kind of beat around the bush. All right. And I'd like you to be a little bit more direct. So tonight, can you be direct and tell me how I can be a better man? You know, something that is it is imperative in a man is how you deal with children and giving them the attention and showing in front of your mate, be it lady male or whatever you pick in at that particular occasion. I think they're going to be very respectful and, and see you in a much better light. If you don't just walk by that little toddler, if you stop, Look down. Bend down. Get in eye contact with him. Well, howdy there, little junior. Thank you. How are you today? You know, that's, that's a big turn on. Should you do the same thing with the puppy dog? Hello yes, there, little exactly. puppy dog. It's the exact same Hi, thing. Hi there, little puppy dog. He How knows are you the effect. <laughs> Hi but there, little kitty cat. How we are you have today? to know you're sincere. Sincerity is also Here. a very important thing. Here. Right. Well, nobody you meets like my Mr. son. Mr. Rogers there for a second. <laughs> Stop it. That's very gay. <laughs> he so, was not. So, well, I loved him. So paying attention to somebody other than her. Adults. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it takes me forever to even introduce my child to anybody. So one of the mistakes I think a lot of people make is getting that dynamic involved too early. You have to be very careful how you introduce children or past relationships or baggage, whatever it is. I agree with you about that. Yeah. I think that you have to be very you know, careful. It's got to be somebody that you're pretty confident about before you start bringing new people into the young ones' lives, right? I agree. Yeah. Uh, and you have to be careful because, you know, they're little uh, sponges. You know, these little guys and girls, they're sponges. They, yeah. they learn a lot more than what we yeah, think. And, and, the, and my point is, if you ignore them, then that's what they learn to grow up to do as well. Right. And we want to raise men to raise their children to be men and women and ladies. And I think that that's something that right now is an imperative part of what a man can be and how he can improve himself. All right, so Valentine's Day is coming up. Uh, and men have to do something for their, for their significant others. And uh, Well, they don't have to. Oh, Trey. you have to. Otherwise, you know, you were chastised uh, for the rest of your life, and you'll never live it down. That's not every woman trick. What? So, so what, are you, what are you saying? What are you it talking? Do, either to me, it doesn't matter. It's just another day. I mean, for me, uh, you know, it, it could be any day. If guys just make you important, not just on a special day like a holiday, they just make you important in general, you know, what does it really matter at that point? So you don't want anything for Valentine's Day? No, okay. I don't need it. How about you, Chase? Just a man would be nice. Yeah, well, I'm pretty simple. I'll sign up for that, too. Neither of you guys, I mean, we should probably put this out there. Neither of you guys are currently in a relationship of any kind right now with a significant other, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. I'm all about living sexy radio right okay. now. So, so talking to you about what you want for Valentine's Day is irrelevant. No, it's not irrelevant. I think there, you know, I can give some good advice, but all I'm saying to you is that guys should not hone in just on one specific day. I think you need to hone in on many days. It doesn't have to be one day. You can bring one flower to a girl and she's all, <laughs> you know, on a Friday. It doesn't have to be on a Sunday. 
Yeah, I mean, just to go ahead and just be sexy and romantic, uh, not just on a specific day. You know, it's almost like, you know, let let me give my analogy. You know, like Easter. Everybody loves Easter. They do? Well, yeah. Well, why wouldn't you love Easter? You, you got love a bunny, Easter. You got you got eggs. You got eggs. You got fun times. But yeah. here's um, what happens. Not to mention that Jesus rose from the dead. But people feel at that moment that they need to go to church because of that one day. Or Christmas. They feel that one day they need to show their respect or whatever it is. You got to get out of that mode. You got to get out of that. You you show your respect all the time. Mm-hmm. You, you live that life. And as a man, just... Just be good to your right. woman every day. You know what, geez, but I, I got to disagree about all this stuff. <laughs> you disagree with being good to your woman every day, <laughs> Trick? Yeah. You can't possibly keep up a high level of this every single day. All I'm right? not asking You for can't that. do that. That's why they have special days like birthdays, anniversaries, Christmas, uh, Valentine's Day, uh, Mother's Day. Uh, all these other days. Who made up those days anyway? I want to talk to them right now. I think chicks Hallmark. made them up. I, I don't <laughs> yeah, care who, who made them up. It's all about you spending money. No, chicks at Hallmark. I don't care what, what but but I will tell you this right now. And you can put this, as a matter of fact, tweet it out right now and see what people have to say about this. Valentine's Day is the most important holiday for a romantic relationship that exists, Period. I'm telling you. Yes, go to Zales. It's number and please one. Please go buy the biggest diamond you can. Put yourself in debt so you can make her very happy. I'm just telling you, if you don't give your girl something significant, whether it's a, I mean, don't even give her a card, really. No, no I know you can give a card. Listen, no, here's what you give, and they did this on Saturday Night Live. You oh, give of course, them, you that's give a, a great place to look for a, dating I advice. I love it. Give them a dick in a box. A dick in a box. You can't go wrong. Is I that agree Hans with that. And Franz? You gotta no. That's when you. That's that whole thing where they had the, the dick. <laughs> and it the, comes out. Dick in the box. I mean the presenters. No, I don't think it was Hans I, and Franz. I want to pump you up with my dick in the box. Yeah, I think there's yeah. too much. It sounds much, like something they would do. Yeah, I think it's super. too much pressure. You put too much pressure on one day. What do you mean pressure. It's pressure. What's the big deal? Order a couple dozen roses, get some chocolates, buy a nice card, and take her out to dinner. It's not the end of the world. All I know is... And you're going to go join all the thousands of yeah, other people in this line is, for reservations. This is all down. I know. If you're going to do more than one Valentine's Day, then I want more one more than steak and a blowjob day. I'm with you on that. Chain smokers. That's great. That song is Roses from 
our sexy artists, the Chainsmokers. Uh, they are going to be at the uh, CFE Arena in uh, Orlando, Florida, coming up on March 31st. Uh, UCF students get in for free, so that is a big deal. I'm going to go roll uh, in college right now. You remember them for the selfie song, which was probably their 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 most memorable hit. But this Roses song is yeah. killer. Well, you know, their big talent is that they're like the DJ. They're like they're doing all of this part that's making you want to get up and dance. And they also have this amazing ability to get some great artists singing their tunes. Yeah, it's great stuff. So Chainsmokers is the name of the band. Uh, we have them on our website at livingsexyradio.com. We feature an artist every single week, play some of their music. We introduce you to them because we know which artists are the ones that are going to be big. And, and they you end up being know big. this ahead of time. And they end up right. being big. We, we have, have a really good track we record. We have an incredible that. track record. And, and this is just another one of those ones that you need to put on your radar, get it in your uh, iPod, uh, stick it on your uh, computer, wherever you want to listen to your music. Uh, make sure you have the chain smokers. We'll have them up there at livingsexyradio.com. All right. We are going to do another Keith Kong segment in just a bit. Also... We have to tell you about the new kink B&B and a couple arrested in Las Vegas for having sex. You'll never guess where. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. Talk to me, to Broadcasting live across the globe at 10 Eastern. Turn your sexy on. I've been a NASCAR fan for years. I have spent hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars on merchandise. I love rooting for my favorite driver, but let's face it, jerseys change every year. Sponsors change every year. This is an expensive undertaking to get your merchandise and go root for your favorite race car driver. And, you know, I know the men in my life want the official NASCAR merchandise. However, wouldn't it be great if you could get the most popular NASCAR and driver products for up to 70% off? And I was just wearing my Richard Petty stuff and... Uh... You know, just kind of hiding in the the upper stands. So I think really what you should do instead is save 70% off. Go to onmc.com forward slash living and you will save big. Wouldn't it be nice to get everything for 70% off? 70% off? How do you do that? Well, you become a member. Go to www.onmc.com slash living or livingsexyradio.com for more information on how you can save big. So how big is big enough? Look at you pretending to be shy. I don't think it can be too big. Well, I want it big enough to be satisfied. Well, what about quality over quantity? Oh, I want both. Listen, girls, just face it. Size does matter. Oh, yeah. When you want it big, you want Premier Couples Superstore, the biggest selection of DVDs, novelty items, lingerie, and online shopping. Premier delivers. Size does matter. Premier Couples Superstore, South OBT, or online at premiercouples.net. Premier Couples Superstore takes you where you Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy Live on TuneIn, Apple TV, and LivingSexyRadio.com. Living any other way is just plain boring. We love living sexy. We love that you want to live sexy. You can do that by... uh, Joining our mailing list, uh, we have a mailing list. You can find out more about Living Sexy at livingsexyradio.com. And we, we don't email like crazy or anything. We just, once in a while, if it's really cool, 
and we want to tell you about it. But we don't we don't abuse our 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 mailer list people, yeah. do we, Trey? Sometimes we'll send you out some free stuff. Just cool shit. No big. I deal. mean, cool stuff. Anyway, that was a fleeting one. That's okay. Um, anyway, I want to uh, welcome back Keith Kong with his conversation. Hey, Keith. Uh, I don't see him. Oh, he, he dropped off. I don't know what happened to him. Oh, well, he's calling back. We'll try him. Are we trying Keith? In the meantime, let's play conversation for you. Have you ever faked an orgasm? No. Never? No. No. For our Living Sexy Radio fans, for the first time ever, give me your best fake orgasm. Best fake? If I, if I had to fake it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Fake, huh? Oh! I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you would do fake. How would you do fake? Real is better. Yeah, real is totally better. I would you do fake? I couldn't do fake. Real is real better, definitely. Have you ever faked an orgasm? No. What do you think of porn? Love it. Do you watch it alone or with a partner? With my husband. What's your favorite kind of porn? I think the newer porn that's geared for feminism is really good. Um, it like shows the woman's point of view, so it doesn't focus on the graphics so much. It just focuses on the emotions. Um, so I like that. Um, I like the fact the, the the porn that does the, the female and female. I like that too. Do you have a favorite porn star? No. Monica. Jeff. Hi, I'm Angela, and I'm living sexy. Yeah, so uh, we've got some pretty cool people on uh, this week's conversation. Can you tell us a little bit about them? Yeah, a good variety this time. Primarily, you heard from Angela and Monica in that segment there. And Angela's the one that that is, she seemed confused when I asked her to fake an orgasm. That was not the best example that we've had on the show. But that, was, it was <laughs> that was, that was an, it sounded like an angry yeah, fake was, orgasm. Ah! Or so or somebody pain. stepped on her foot. Yeah, if I was if <laughs> in the toilet put that sound out, everything would just come to a stop at that moment. <laughs> it, would, it wouldn't be the sexiest moment. Mr. Stiffy turned into Mr. Wimpy. You just or what if Keith put that in? He's like and you see like the Hulk, man. It sounds like the Hulk haven't said. Right, so. right. Yeah, that was it was it was not yeah. good. So yeah, but th- these people are are I think pretty open minded, right? Yeah, um, I mean, if you're going to do an interview with me, you have to be pretty open-minded. But not everyone is willing to show that right off, right away, so I have to kind of draw it out. For instance, I asked her, had she ever faked an orgasm before? And the end goal, no matter what she said, was to get her to give us a fake orgasm because that's good radio. Living Sexy Radio is always good radio. And when she said no... I just kind of reframed it, and I said, well, you've never done it. Let's try it now. Not what I expected, but still good radio. Well, you always get surprised. As you look back now for the last uh, over a year now, we've been doing this uh, conversation segment. Can you think of the biggest surprise that you've ever gotten during an interview? Have you ever, like, gotten a little skin or maybe – 
had something happened to you that you weren't expecting them to do that was really forward or completely out of character? Yeah, actually, the biggest surprise is um, one of the girls that we interviewed. I don't really want to say her name because I know she listens to the show occasionally, but she was in the all-star category. So if you listen back to last week's show, you can narrow it down to a few of the girls that we listed. But she started getting really frisky with me during the interview because we were at a party and I isolated her in the bedroom for a quiet environment. So oh, I see uh, the how old, it the is. Old the bedroom old isolate in the bedroom oh, interview. Yeah. I see how it works. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I may have may have mentioned the story to you guys off air. It ended up with me and her in a hot tub. So it was a good it was a good inter- interview opportunity. The other thing that comes to mind is when I asked. <laughs> Wait a minute. G-Spot is looking like surprised. What, what is a G-Spot? Well, I'm talking to my fans on Skype, and I'm thinking, did I just hear you say that you went into a room with the one that made that crazy sound? No, no. Oh, oh, no. Thank God. I thought he was talking about the one that was moaning and groaning on the toilet. No. I mean, I did interview her in a He said no. <laughs> no. Well, oh, you know, G-Spot and I have a bet. Tell us what she looks like. Okay. Um. No, the groaner, the the, the yeah. bad, the bad, yeah, the bad. Not the girl in the hot tub because yeah. I know she was hot. I want to hear about the girl in the hot tub. I want to hear about the groaner. No, we got a bet going on right now. Okay, so Keith. the, the groaner. I'm not sure what the bet is, but this woman in particular was older than most of the people that I interview. She had like a graying black hair, and um, was she growing a beard or anything? She was not growing a beard. Okay, no. well, all right, that's but she was she was older, but I wouldn't call her a milf, or I wouldn't call her a cougar. Not for me, at least. Okay. Oh, who won the bet? G Spot. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, the bet was actually G Spot was like thought that she didn't even look like a woman. Yeah. At least you called her woman, and she had dark hair, and you know. Oh God. Kong. She, she's living sexy in her own way. Thanks. Right. Amen. Keith, uh, if folks want to find out what you're up to, uh, throw us out that social media stuff. Uh, tell us your website, all that good stuff. Yeah, find me at Kong Magic on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm Keith Kong, The Mentalist, and my website is kongmagic.com. And real quick, tips for being a better man. I want to say learn to be a leader. Try to do three good things for your mate each day. Just three, make it a goal to go out of your way and do three nice gestures, whether it's a foot massage, taking out the trash when it's her turn, something like that. And the other thing, I have always been interested in attraction. So even back when I was in middle school, I was going around asking girls, what makes a man attractive to you? What makes a boy at the time attractive to you? And the most common answers that I got then and still now that kind of stood out to me, nice hair and neat or cleanliness. So keep those in mind. All right, Keith. Thanks for the tips. Uh, We'll uh, talk with you later. Uh, Keep busy out there doing your conversations, and uh, we'll hook up with you next time on Living Sexy.
All right. Sounds good. All right, brother. That's Keith Kong. You can check out all of his stuff on our website as well at livingsexyradio.com. And you can hear every single conversation he's ever done behind our uncensored wall, where uh, if you click on that button on our website, right uh, where the lady is rolling in the money, uh, you will be able to listen to all the great conversations over the years. All right. uh, Before we uh, call it a night, uh, we promise to get to these stories. First of all, a couple is arrested, uh, Las Vegas. Nothing new. I mean, couples have sex in Las Vegas all the time, right? Well, this time, they got arrested in a very strange and wonderful place. And uh, maybe we'll let the news uh, people tell you the story here. Two people were busted for a sky-high sex show. Police say these two were all alone in one of the cabins when things began getting steamy between them. The two began removing their clothes and performing sex acts inside the cabin, which was clearly visible by others. In neighboring cabins who were recording the whole thing on their cell phones. I'm sure they were. <laughs> That's great. So this happened on, you know, they have the big sky wheel, right? It's called the high roller, I believe, in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And they have those, they're basically a big glass orb, right, where you're inside this. So it's a this, Ferris wheel? It's like, like a big Ferris wheel. It's like a big giant like Ferris wheel. It's just, it's just like the Orlando Eye. Eye. It's like the, there's one in London. There's you know, They're building them all over the world. Well, anyway, uh, this is visible. And they're doing it in the daytime. I can see if they did it at night, you know, where you can't really see. But they were, you know, and and you know what the sex act was, right? Mm-mm. Uh, would it be uh, blowjob? Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, why not? I mean, you're, you know, a thousand feet up. Uh, you're got to put a jacket over your head, and they never know. Big see-through thing. No, I think part of the thrill <laughs> is exhibitionism. People want to be seen doing something sexy. Well, like not that. only did they get seen, they got arrested, so they got the bonus. <laughs> right? They got well, arrested. They, wrong uh, person seeing them. They got oh, the yeah. bonus. Yeah. Apparently, they were also smoking. Oh, a, a oh well, that's what they got him arrested. They are damn good looking. You're well, right. They're well, good looking people. They are smoking. Yeah. No, but they were they were smoking a, a deleterious substance. Well, you know, Nevada so. hasn't passed the law yet. Come on, guys, get with the program. Uh, uh, so anyway, the high roller. If you want to try it on the high roller, my suggestion is do it after dark, or just don't smoke. All right, and then finally tonight, you've heard of Airbnb, and we knew it was going to happen because mm-hmm. we already talked about this. People trying to hook up on Airbnb and find a place where they can have sex. You are trying to make your house like this, right? This is. Is kink B and B. I love this idea. I told you. Yeah. I just don't a, want to be the cleaning lady. This is a brand new website where people can show pictures of the rooms that they have in their house, like dungeon type rooms. So why did we come up with this one? This is a great idea. <laughs> we did. So, Trick did. So it's 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 kind of a kinky uh, Airbnb it's thing. It's like so, a themed. Yeah. Themed idea. I, I really like this idea. We're going to put a link to this thing on our website at livingsexyradio.com. If you want to find some kinky people to I don't know, stay overnight with, uh, this is the place to do it. So, yeah, it's all right. I like it's awesome, it. awesome, man. Yeah, been a great night tonight, guys. Thanks a lot for uh, living sexy with me and being here in this uh, palatial studio. Uh, we will do this all again next week on Living Sexy. Yes? Hopefully very soon, five days a week. I would love it, baby. Well, I'm Chastity. Oh, I'm G-Spot. And, of course, this is uh, Blackjack. And this is Electric. And we are... Living Living Sexy. On 1490 WWPR. You've been listening to Living Sexy. Find tonight's show and any of our past shows on iTunes and livingsexyradio.com. This is the Living Sexy Radio Network. 